Welcome to Closer Look. I'm Jack Church. We're taking a closer look at the Old Friends Farm, a retirement farm for thoroughbred horses located in the heart of horse country, Georgetown, Kentucky. And joining us is Michael Blowen, founder of Old Friends. Michael, thank you so much for joining us on Closer Look. Oh, it's a pleasure, Jack. Thanks for thanks for taking the time to come out to the farm. You were a film critic for the Boston Globe newspaper. Connect the dots on how you go from a film critic to being a farm for thoroughbred racing horses. Well, what I did was uh, when I was at the Globe, I needed to get some exercise and I apprenticed myself out to a really bottom of the barrel horse trainer at Suffolk Downs. And I worked with the horses for a year and a half. And during that period of time, I went from being terrified of these animals to falling in love with them. And when, once you fall in love with something, your whole life's going to change no matter what. And I fell in love with these horses. So obviously it's a passion for you now. Yes. I can't get over it. I mean, I, we started with a, a couple of horses way back in 2003. And now uh, we have 146 here. We have another 42 down the road. We have 18 over at a really high-end uh, retirement home. So the residents get to play with all the time. And strangely enough, they actually opened up an old, just, uh, they just opened up an old friends in Japan. We got to know the Japanese because we were bringing some of these great American thoroughbreds back from Japan when their breeding careers were over and we got to be friendly. And then they decided, well, this is working out pretty well with the tourists coming and the visitors. We'll try it ourselves. And, and they opened it up in Japan and it's called Old Friends Japan. And I'm, we're flattered that they're doing it. Why do we need a retirement home for horses? Well, you know, without the horses, there is no horse racing. Commonwealth of Kentucky does not look anything like the national park that it is here. Uh, if you don't have these horses, because that that's what drives everything. I mean, the horses are to Kentucky with the automobiles to, is to Detroit, you know, Silicon Valley. I mean, you can think of all the analogies you want. If it wasn't for the horses, none of this would be here. And we owe it to them. Now, they've never had a 401k or a social security system for the horses, which they should have. They're great athletes. To watch them run is like magic to me. Then again, when they come and retire here to learn about them as individual animals, that's so interesting because they're, they're smart and they're different and they like different things and they're relaxed now. They, they literally tell us uh, what they want and when they want it. And once we learn our lessons, everything works out really well. How does a horse gain admission to Old Friend Farm, uh, you know, how do they end up retiring here? What we try to do is we have a lot of very famous horses here. Uh, Silver Charm, who's won the Derby and the Preakness in 1997 and almost won the Triple Crown. He was he was beaten in the Belmont by about a foot and a half by a horse who's his neighbor now named Touch Gold. And one of the great things about horses, parenthetically, is that they don't hold grudges like humans do. So they get along fine. Uh, so we have those famous ones. And then, then we have others that are just like, uh, that might've found themselves in, in bad circumstances where their owners ran out of money and they end up in environments that aren't as uh, comfortable as the one that we have here. How about the name Old Friends? Well, first of all, I get credited with a lot of things that I shouldn't get credit for, but none of this is original. I copied everything. And one of the things I copied was the name Old Friends. There's a marvelous award-winning photographer named Barbara Livingston. And she she's probably, if not the best uh, horse thoroughbred horse photographer in the world, she's pretty close to it. She wrote a book called Old Friends visits with my favorite thoroughbreds. And what she did was she went around to all the farms that had retired 
thoroughbreds and stallions that she knew and mares that she knew when they, during their racing days. And she took pictures and she wrote stories about them. And she came out with a book called Old Friends. So when I was starting it, I said, Old Friends, I said, I got to do, that's what I've got to name it. And I called Barbara up, I got permission and I got permission up from the publisher to call it Old Friends. And that's how we got it. And now we're so popular and we're known all over the world now. So most people think that she named her books after us, not the other way around. <laughs> That'd be incorrect. <laughs> if you're just now joining us, this is Closer Look, and I'm Jack Church. We're continuing our conversation with Michael Blowing. He's the founder of Old Friends Farm. It's a retirement farm for thoroughbred horses located here in the heart of horse country, Georgetown, Kentucky. How many horses have come to retire here and how many are here at any given time? Because, of course, the horses do eventually pass on. We try to balance it out. So right now at this at the location, the main location in Georgetown, we have 146 uh, thoroughbreds, including the, the three Belmont winners that everybody hates. Touch Gold, who beat Silver Charm in, in 1997 out of the Triple Crown. And Birdstone, he beat Smarty Jones out of the Triple Crown and was booed by 120,000 people at Belmont Park for winning the race. And he's still a little psychotic. Uh, and we have Sarava, who remains the longest shot in the history of the Belmont Stakes. He paid 142.50 for $2. And uh, he's here. And uh, Sarava uh, beat another horse that we had here, uh, War Emblem, who we brought home from Japan when his breeding career was over. So it's almost like this is a retirement home for the stars, but you've also got some just regular folks here as well. Yes, we do. We try to balance it out. So as I say, some of these horses find themselves in unfortunate circumstances. Uh, we just got a mare named Private Charm. She's a daughter of Silver Charm. When we got her, she was 20 years old and she was a mess. It's not unlike a mirror of the culture at large. When you can't make money anymore in this country, you're, you're vulnerable. And whether you're a human or a horse. And in her case, you know, she never made much money. She was never a great breeding mare. And, and she was in a, a situation where it looked like she was going to end up in a slaughterhouse. So they called me about her. And I said, I love Silver Charm. He's my favorite horse of all time. And it's his daughter. And she looked just like him. And so we got her here. Uh, she went over and she got all these uh, uh, medical situation taken care of because she wasn't in really great shape. And uh, over at Rudin Riddle, uh, the great equine hospital here, and they fixed her up and now she's out playing and having a good time. You know, it seems, of course, you do tours here, the, the public can come in and tour the farm and things like that. There's almost a love affair between people and horses. They just seem to be attracted to one another. And of course, we've seen studies done too, how horses can actually be therapeutic to humans. Yeah, that's absolutely true. I know every morning when I get up, I, I feel good because I know I'm going to go around and, and play with them a little bit, feed them some carrots. They don't expect much. But one of the things that's interesting, as I say, when they retire is is they have to be trained their whole life to do something. So when they're, you know, when they're racing, they have to be trained to race. And when they're breeding, they have to be trained to bread. And then if they go on to another career, they have to train to be an Olympic horse. And here the, the shoe is on the opposite foot. They train us. And as soon as we learn what each individual horse wants and needs, everybody's fabulous with it. Uh, Silver Charm, for example, he's you can lead him around with dental floss. I mean, he'll do anything. He's like a big old dog, but he doesn't like to get petted. And we bring him in at night, although almost all of our horses stay out. We bring him in at night because we're close to the highway down here and he didn't like the lights from the cars. So that's what he taught us. I don't, I don't want to be around the lights with the cars and I don't want you to pet me. Just feed me the carrots and that'll be that. And he 
you know, poses for selfies with people. We had a woman here uh, who told me that she was ready to, she was, she had Asperger's and she had various other problems. And she said she came here in Silver Charm, gave her a kiss. And that was, she decided that it was, life was worth living again. And we've had all kinds of stories like that of what these horses have, have done for people. If you're just now joining us, this is Closer Look, and I'm Jack Church. We're continuing our conversation with Michael Blowing. He's the founder of Old Friends Farm. It's a retirement farm for thoroughbred horses located here in the heart of horse country, Georgetown, Kentucky. Now, you talk about horses coming here to retire. Maybe talk a little bit about a typical day in the life of a horse who's retired at Old Friends Farm. It's, it's pretty easy. They uh, they wake up in the morning, a lot of them sleep at night, and a lot of them just, uh, and they eat grass, and they eat feed that we give them. And some of them, because they're elderly, have to have supplements. So we give them their supplements. They get fed twice a day. Uh, they get all the hay they want, and they get to eat the green grass and and just relax. Now, the stallions have to be segregated because they're argumentative with each other and there's a dominance thing. So we, each of the individual stallions has their own individual paddock and their own individual shed and their own individual water and they're, they're by themselves. They don't want any roommates, but they like their neighbors. So they like to be in a neighborhood, but they don't want anybody moving in. The geldings, who are, which are castrated males, they uh, are much nicer about it. And we put them out together in herds and we try to match them up so that they all get along. And the same thing with the mares. The mares get along and we make sure that they're matched up correctly. And they, you know, whatever they do all day, they, they, their aggressiveness that they had to show when they were competing uh, disappears. And it's very, very interesting how that happens. And you know, Jack, we're just beginning to scratch the surface on what they can do in retirement for people because nobody's ever kept horses this long. Uh, usually, you know, they're euthanized or they don't live as long or, you know, they're not valuable anymore, uh, commercially valuable anymore. And so they're vulnerable. And now that we're keeping them longer. So now we're, we're understanding uh, what kind of diseases they get, how to cure those diseases, how to help them. And, and uh, geriatric equine care has become a great major at a lot of these uh, veterinary schools now. I wanted you to also take a moment to talk about the staff here because it takes a lot of people, a lot of moving parts to keep this farm going. And you have a large staff, but the great majority of them are volunteers. Yes, all of our tour guides are volunteers. We have five uh, paid employees in the office, thank goodness, including our, our bookkeeper and our office manager that keeps everything organized, but certainly something I couldn't do. And on the farm itself, we just have the best staff now. It's, we've been here for 20 years and it's taken us that long to build up a team that worked together so well, that was so knowledgeable. It's also, we can we can send our horses to Rude and Riddle, which is the best equine hospital in the world. And they, they do everything for us for half price. Uh, we get donations of food. We get a lot of donations and and we go through 350 pounds of carrots a week. Um, we have a great, great team. In fact, the more I stay out of the way, the better things work. And they know I'm not looking over their shoulder. I trust everybody to do a great job. And they do a much better job than if someone like me was in charge. And they do a, they do a great job. I feel like Cookie LaVigetto, the old manager of the Chicago White Sox back in the day. And he's just, he never did much. He just sat in the, in the dugout and chewed tobacco. And except for the tobacco chewing, I, I feel the same way. As long as I just stay in the dugout and let the players play, it's going to work out all right. Now, someone who wants to come out and visit the farm, how, how do you go about uh, arranging a tour or something like that? Can you just drop in or do you need to go online? How, how does well, that work? Well, it used to be you could just drop in, but 
uh, now we get so many visitors. Uh, Expedia named us the best tourist attraction in Kentucky. And once that started to happen and CBS put us on that Sunday morning show with Jane Pauley, and now we're on the radio with you. So every time the story gets out, we get a new burst of visitors. So yeah, they can make reservations for the tour. They just have to call the office or they can check out our, our website. Uh, which has stories of all the horses and it's, it's kind of a cool website. Now we just got that uh, redone and it's really nice. And uh, so that's just a golf cart going by. It'll be gone in a second. <laughs> we they're are just, on a working farm. They're Thank just, you. <laughs> they're just backing up. <laughs> um, and uh, so we have a website that's oldfriendsequine.org and they can uh, look that up and and hear the stories and make reservations as well. And again, our guest has been Michael Blowen. He is the founder of Old Friends Farm. Michael, thank you so much for this wonderful glimpse into the life of retirement for horses. And me as well. <laughs> thank you so much, Jack. Thank you. For Closer Look, I'm Jack Church.